You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Make sure before listening any further to hit that subscribe button. And if you are loving what you're hearing, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Now, I have a question for you. Do you ever feel behind? Like you were already past the age you should have had it all, quote unquote, together and feel like a failure now? Do you feel like if you didn't start a successful company when you were 21, you have failed in life? Or gosh darn, you didn't hit the Forbes 30 under 30, you might as well give up and quit and get a normal job working in corporate. Because, okay, wait, hang on. I just want to be 100% honest with you for a second and just share my heart and give you some real talk. I am 24 years old. And every time I share that with people or someone hears that I had three businesses and multiple investments by the time I was 22, people either A, freak out and ask me how, or B, get very down on themselves and immediately go into imposter syndrome land and say things to me like, oh man, I could never, I cannot believe you had, you're so lucky. This is, I wish I'd had that time. I'm never gonna reach X now. You know, it's that feeling of I'm, I, it's too late. And I know I'm young. And while I am a total advocate for empowering young females to freaking start now, and that age is not a disqualifier, I also want to say for anyone who is listening, who is older, who maybe, maybe you're 25, I'm just kidding. But the same thing is true. That same point is true. Age is not a disqualifier. No matter which way it goes, you are not behind. Just because your story might not look the exact same as mine does not mean that you have failed in life. And just because your story doesn't look the exact same as your cousin Sally does not mean that you have failed in life. So today's podcast episode is literally all about that. Lindsay and I are sharing multiple stories and examples today of entrepreneurs, CEOs, and powerhouse human beings who you probably know and love or at least admire or respect who didn't start what they are now known for until later in life. None of these people we're about to share with you, started their legacy of what they're known for when they were 20 or 25. And a powerful truth we touch on in this episode is slow growth is a good thing. Overnight success does not happen as much as Instagram comparison skews our brains into thinking that we are so much further behind than everyone else. We are really not. You are not behind. You're right on time for your own beautiful, unique, and powerful story. So... Let's learn and hear some of the amazing stories of amazing entrepreneurs and dive into their stories as well. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh. Okay. I am so excited for today's episode. Like when we outlined this and put it, like we, we batch record and this is the second batch of the day, like the second episode we're recording. And I, like when we pulled it up, I was like giddy excited. I was like, yes, give this it to me. Really I'm good. so excited. I'm so excited. Um, well, as you heard in the intro, uh, we're chatting about 
different entrepreneurs or, or just people that you have heard of that did not start what they're doing when they were freaking 10. Just kidding, not 10, but like <laughs> they were yeah. a little further along in life. They had a little bit more life experience. So we're, yeah, and we're we, hoping. We're sharing, yeah, we're sharing this episode in hopes that anybody who is just feeling down in the dumps that like is looking at everybody else on Instagram that's like, wow, they're doing this at this age, that you just have a bigger understanding and a little shift in perspective to be like, oh, wait, what? So yeah. we're just going to get into it. We're just going to list like a bunch of people's names, a bunch of stories. We're going to share a lot in this episode. And I hope you get encouragement out of it. I hope you get shocked at some of the stories that are like, wait, that person started when they were what age? I'm sorry, what? So, so good. Yeah. All right, let's dive on right. in. The first one is Oprah. And we am sure you've probably heard of this. I feel like people have shared this a lot, but Oprah was infamously fired and told that she was unfit for television. And then... Which is comical now. It's just ironic looking back on that. And then at the age of 30, actually began her journey and career to really becoming the Oprah that we know today. So she was not 20. She was not 18. She was 30 years old. Which, and you could still be listening to that, be like, well, that's still kind of young, guys. Like, let's let's get to it. Hold on. This list is long. That was the first one. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Uh, also, just like Oprah has accomplished literally so much. Like, even when she first started, she was not doing what she's doing now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, she didn't start at 30 doing, like, the pinnacle Everything. of... Yeah, exactly. Like, Oprah Book Club, all the things. She, that's not even the biggest thing. She Whatever. Okay, you get it. <laughs> I love that um, that's what Lindsay stuck on there. She was like, the book club. <laughs> the book club. Okay. That. The next one, uh, you might know this man. We've talked about him a lot because he was our keynote speaker at the Heart Conference earlier this year, but Donald Miller. We've also um, had him on the podcast. Subtle plug. Oh, we have. Okay, go ahead. We have had him on the podcast and that's, I'm still not over it. I'm still not over it. I will probably never be over it. That happened. Moment of silence. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay. So if you don't know his story, um, he said, this is not my words. This is his words. Um, he was a late bloomer. Like that sounds offensive if I say that, but that's what he says. And basically he says that he figured out everything late in life. He grew up really poor. He was ter- He had terrible grades in high school. Actually, a lot of this is actually in his book here on a mission. He talks more about like kind of his life as in his younger years, I guess. Um, but he didn't think he could even go to college. His grades were so bad. Um, and in fact, he didn't graduate from college. He used to also weigh 400 pounds. I, our team member told us that. And I was like, what, what, like what? I did not know that. Um, and I think he, I don't know if he has a good PR team, but you cannot find photos of like him that size on the internet, like at all. Like I could not, I tried. Okay. That's embarrassing. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) Oh, you're getting the goods. Okay. Basically, this is also his words, not mine. His dating life was horrible. As he says, it was traumatic, especially for the girls. That's funny. Um, He also, he didn't get married until he was 42. He didn't have a baby until he was 49. And this is the big one. He didn't start his business until he was 30, which then turned into a multi-million dollar company. You might've heard of it, building a story brand. Um, And I guess the moral of the story is like, if, if you keep working on it and don't give up, you can improve your health, your relationships, and your career. Um, so that's a really good example, not even just in business, but just in life. Like in general, like he says, he was a late bloomer and he could have looked at his life at like 25 and been like, I'm worthless. Like I, mm-hmm. I've done nothing. My life is in shambles, like in, in all assets or a- aspects. Um, and just, I think that's really good to keep in perspective of like you, 
if, if things aren't working out for you and you're a certain age, like that does not mean your life is over. Yes, absolutely. All right. The next on the list is Stan Lee. Uh, He created his first comic, The Fantastic Four, just shy of his 39th birthday. And in the next few years, he then created, obviously, the legendary Marvel Universe, aka like Spider-Man, the Hulk, Iron Man, X-Men, X-Men, all of which became American cultural icons. And Stan Lee just became a huge name in movies and comics and all of it. But he was almost 39 before he even began. That's insane. Like think about like literally the legacy and the and the world in which he built that is still going on like today. Like mm-hmm. those weren't also, even invented until he was 39. Also, this is my nerd self. I don't know if this is like telling too much about myself. He has cameos in most of the Marvel movies. He's always like some random. Come at us, us, Evie, with actual juice. That is a known fact. You and I know that. Oh, I'm impressed. But you haven't seen the Marvel movies until like a year ago. That's true. But when we watched them, Andrew told me. And so we pointed them out every movie. Oh, it's so fun to like I feel like most people know that. I feel like most people who genuinely love Marvel, like deeply love Marvel, know that. But I don't know if like the casual viewer of like Spider-Man would know that like Stan Lee is in every movie. That's true. If, and if I was not married to Andrew, I would not have known. Well, first of all, I would not be watching them if I wasn't married to Andrew, but uh, <laughs> he told me, so I wouldn't have known. I, I wonder if I would have even, even known. I wonder if I would have even caught. I don't think you would have unless you watched them back to back to back. That There's like this random character that it looks the same <laughs> that's in all of them. Okay. Anyways, yeah. I love that you're like, give up something actually juicy. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Right. Next one is a little bit older uh, as far as like, you get it. Um, Henry Ford was 45 when he created the revolutionary Model T car in 1908. Yes. Y'all, he was 45. He That changed the car game forevermore. Like, True. That was an invention that changed the actual world, like literally. And he was 45. Like he did not do that when he was 15 or 20 <laughs> or whatever age you want I love it. Okay. Sam Walton was 44 when he founded the first Walmart. Like, okay, let's just sit on that for a second. 44. 44. So good. There's so much life. Your life is not over when you hit 30 or 40 or 50. Okay. Continuing. The next one is really (laughs) cool. A juicy one. Okay. So Madam CJ Walker was 37 years old in 1905 when she developed her own hair care business, which is still around and sold us at Sephora over a hundred years later. We checked because we were shook about this. Um, She became the first self-made millionaire at the age of 43. And the coolest part was that she was born in Louisiana on a plantation and she and her family were freed after the Civil War. So this child of a sharecropper literally transformed herself from an uneducated farm laborer and laundress into one of the 20th century's most successful self-made woman entrepreneurs. Like she was orphaned at age seven and she often said, I got my start by giving myself a start. Oh, so good. That's so good. Is she the first female self-made entrepreneur? Yeah. Is that what... Yep, that's incredible. She holds, I think she holds the Guinness Book uh, World Record for being the first self-made female entrepreneur or millionaire. so cool. That's like more cool, cool. less about the age and just more about like her story. It's just, it's so cool too that like she had everything against her in life. She was a flipping slave. Like, oh, it makes me so mad. But that's a whole thing. And she literally then went from slavery to a millionaire entrepreneur, the first female self-made millionaire entrepreneur. Oh, it's so good. Okay. But she was also like 37 when she started. Keep that in mind too. Anyways, 
Love that. Uh, Harlan Sanders, better known as Colonel Sanders, was 62 when he franchised Kentucky Fried Chicken in 1952. 62 years old, people. Most people are like, oh, I must be retired by then. He's like, bish, I'm just getting started. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the next one is Vera Wang. She didn't design her first dress until she was 40. Like Vera Wang is like a huge wedding dress designer and like 40. Not to mention all the other things that like come from the Vera Wang brand now, but... Right, right. Forty. If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations. If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high-quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression, ooh, we got you. (laughs) We created The Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. Want to know what both Evie and I use for our skincare? Our absolute favorite non-toxic skincare products are without a doubt Primally Pure. Yes, if you've been searching for a natural, non-toxic skincare company, you can actually feel solid about using, knowing that the ingredients won't harm you and are derived from nature, then I'm not joking when I say that you need to try Primally Pure. Evie and I have been using Primally Pure for our skincare for a couple of years now, and we are legit in love. Like, we love that every product has minimal, safe, all-natural ingredients that, I'm not joking, smell divine and make our skin look and feel healthy and beautiful. Yes, some of our favorite products that we've used from Primarily Pure are their charcoal deodorant, the cleansing oil, their lavender complexion mist, and their clarity serum. Like, Every freaking product of theirs, we're not kidding, knocks it out of the park as far as quality and making our skin feel incredible. For 10% off your order, you can use code HEARTANDHUSTLE, that's all caps, no spaces, at checkout using the link in our show notes. We know that you're going to love Primarily Pure as much as we do. Again, that's code HEARTANDHUSTLE for 10% off your order today. All right, the next one is Martha Stewart, which like, oh wait, can we like say that? Like, <laughs> not that we, is that like a is problematic that, thing? Is that problematic? I don't know. Like, uh, mm, mm, we're going to go fine. for it because everyone kind of knows her. Everyone knows her, which is like, we just don't maybe look up to her. You know what? It's very sad that what happened, to, well, not sad what happened to her. Mm, uh, let me just retract that. She did her own thing, right? Like that's her own bed to sleep in, but it's just sad because she had such good things going for her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yep. like her. I do whatever. find it Anyways. sad that it's been so many years later and everyone still views her through that lens. That's what I, mean, I find we literally, sad. We, I literally just said her name and we were like, wait, is that problematic? We were like, oh, actually, hang on. Let's think about that. Well, regardless, Martha Stewart started her first business, a catering company, when she was 32 and 41 when she published her first cookbook, which was really what launched her career. So the point being, she was not 20. <laughs> she was older. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Leo Goodwin, uh, founder of Geico, began Geico at the age of 50. Whoa, okay, 50, that's insane. 50. Reed Hoffman was 35 when he founded LinkedIn and 43 when it went public. Oh, that's insane. And then we are going to give you a, a bullet point list. Lindsay and I will bounce back and forth of a f- like 10 more names. I think there's actually 11, but we're going to give you like a list more of names and what age they started. Some of the most well-known companies that you will probably recognize. So we're going to get started. Gordon Moore founded Intel. 
at age 39. Amancio Ortega founded Zara at 39. Minkeo founded Garmin at 38. Wayne Hughes founded Public Storage at 38. Masaru Ibuka founded Sony at age 38. Hugo Boss founded Hugo Boss at 37. <laughs> Imagine that. Milton Hershey founded Hershey's at 37. Doris Fisher founded Gap at 36. Roland Macy founded Macy's at 36. William Boeing founded Boeing at 35. And William Proctor founded Proctor & Gamble at 35. So I'm pretty sure this list came from like a, a list of like people who started between age like 30 and 40, which is why all of them were in that range. And they were like age 35 to 39. But we just wanted to encourage you with all of those people, all of those stories and examples that you are not behind. And Lindsay had an amazing poem that she had heard of that she was like, I need to share this on this episode that is so freaking powerful. You, you started have- that off almost making it sound like I have a poem. Oh, like I wrote-, wrote a poem? <laughs> hey, I don't, the author says poem by unknown. So I tried, okay, okay guys, Lindsay- I, I, I tried to find the author. Everywhere that I could find this poem, it said unknown. So uh, officially poem by unknown, but you've probably heard of it, but it's so relevant to this talk. So I wanted to share it here. New York is three hours ahead of California, but it does not make California slow. Someone graduated at the age of 22, but waited five years before securing a good job. Someone became a CEO at 25 and died at 50, while another became a CEO at 50 and lived to 90 years. Someone is still single while someone else got married. Obama retired at 55, but Trump started at 70. Absolutely everyone in this world is based on their time zone. People around you might seem to go ahead of you. Some might even seem to be behind you, but everyone is running their own race in their own time. Don't envy them or mock them. They are in their own time zone and you are in yours. Life is about waiting for the right moment to act. So relax. You're not late. You're not early. You're very much on time. So good. Tears. Tears. (laughs) Uh, Also, this just needs to be said. Like, I know all of the examples we shared today are household names that went on to create, you know, huge corporations or businesses or whatever. But this needs to be said too. You are not a failure in life if you don't become the next Oprah or Henry Ford or create the next Walmart. Your life does not have to be this massive race to create the next world-changing invention or the next corporation that's on every street corner. You don't have to be a household name or famous at all for your life to matter or for you to leave a legacy. Mm, That's so good. Your life is a win if you live it unto the Lord. Your life is a win if you raise babies, aka the next generation of loving, healthy, powerful humans who will leave their impact on the world. Your life is a win if you encourage or inspire even one person. Your life is a win if you live it selflessly. And your life is a win if you focus on what truly matters versus living for other people's opinions or their expectations of you. Mm, that's so good. Well, and like, I, we wanted to end kind of sharing this message because there's like two things here. There's like for the person who feels behind and genuinely does want to achieve wants their life to mean something, like you need to remember that you are not behind. Like you could maybe argue that like everybody that we mentioned were like, okay, well maybe I'm listening to this and I'm 50 and everyone that you mentioned was like 35. It's like, well, Colonel Sanders, my friend, Colonel Sanders, 62 sitting there. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's that, that you are not behind, like your journey is your own journey and it might not look like anybody else's. And I think that poem that really like just beautifully sums it up of, 
of like, you are in your own time zone. I love that. But the other thing that we did want to mention, because all of these people that we're mentioning, like our household names, like Evie said, you don't have to live your life. Just like she said of like, like trying to achieve something that the world deems like important. Um, and I think Evie really summarized it, summarized it well, but, uh, I've recently been reading slow growth equals strong roots by Mary Morans. She's a friend. She's been on this podcast before. Uh, we've had like Instagram lives with her. She's incredible. We love her so much. Um, but this book is like wrecking me. It's like a devotional book. And there's a quote that I like underlined like 5 million times when I was reading it. And I wanted to bring it to this show specifically just because it goes so well with this whole concept of like wanting your life to mean something and being afraid of being left behind and all of that. And so she goes, Annie Dillard said, how we spend our days is of course, how we spend our lives. We spend our lives terrified of this thought. I am just afraid that my life will pass unnoticed when really we should be terrified that we are the ones who are missing it. We are the ones who have forgotten how to see what really matters. If you have found yourself at a place in life where you have spent everything trying to keep up, trying to get to the top of the ladder, only to find out all along it was leaned against the wrong building, have the courage to start over, have the courage to rebuild better, have the courage to begin again. Mm. And I think that's just such a beautiful depiction of what the whole message that, that we're bringing to this podcast specifically is. Like, you don't have to try to chase after this rat race if that's, if like, and try to make your life meaningful just for the sake of accolades, just for the sake of eyes on you, just for the sake of being the next Sam Walton. Like if that's not what God's called you to, like you can release yourself from that pressure Mm -hmm. and you can release yourself from, from having the pressure and the expectation to achieve something at, at age 27, right? Like release, like you might never get on Forbes 30 under 30. Like I am, I am 30. How old am I? I'm 30. Okay. Yeah. I'm 30. (laughs) You're like, wait, what's my age? I literally, the older you get, I feel like the more you forget what age you are. Anyways, uh, I, I'm past it guys. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's, it's flown by me. I am no longer ineligible. I know eligible (laughs) to be on the Forbes 40 under 40 list. I mean, well, nope. (laughs) 30 under 30, but you could be 40 under 40. (laughs) Is that even a thing? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. We'll cheer on Evie because she still has a chance. (laughs) Gosh dang it. Uh, well, I think that kind of what you were saying, Lindsay, just to wrap this up, it, it all comes back to identity. Like your identity should not be in, you know, the awards or trophies from the public in the public's opinions that are mounted across your wall or publicly displayed out on your front porch or whatever. Your your identity comes from who you are, not what you do. And yeah. your your worth comes from the God who created you, the the savior, the loving creator who chose you to be exactly who you are and exactly where you are and not based off of the world standards of a specific set timeline for the whole world. And Mm. I think that is the beauty of, you know, especially being entrepreneurs is we get to choose what matters to us and what we do. Um, And I think that's the, the power behind being an entrepreneur is kind of we get to set aside and be like, okay, most important thing in this season, like for you, Lindsay, is raising your babies. And Mm -hmm. business is a, is a vehicle to help you have that big impact in your children's lives, to help you be flexible, be present with that, you know, all of that. And there is so much beauty in the world around us, so much opportunity in the world around us that is not controlled or dictated by us following a quote unquote set timeline that society has deemed to be the quote unquote normal 
uh, pr- progression of events. So we hope this episode was just that encouragement to you that your identity is not in what you have accomplished by a certain age or what you haven't accomplished by a certain age. And there is so much more to life than just getting a list of trophies that the world looks on well and and count, counts as worthy. Uh, your life is your life to live at your own pace based on God's calling and God's timing. Mm, awesome word. All right, <laughs> mic drop. We'll just end the episode right there. <laughs> oh man. Well, really though, that's all we have for you. We hope that this just encouraged you, lit a fire into your butt and just inspired and encouraged you to say like, okay, I'm on my own time zone. I am on my own journey in my own chapter of the book that God is writing in my life that I am traveling on, whatever, that didn't make sense, but you get it. Um, And so if you loved this episode, please share it on your social media, tag us, tell us uh, what you loved about it in our Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, it'll be in the show notes. We love hanging out in that community. Um, And in general, we just love the crap out of you guys and are here to encourage you and just rock alongside you in our own journeys in entrepreneurship and life and business. So we love you. We will see you on the next episode. 